Thought Bubble Audio. Welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. My name is Frank, and back after all these weeks of hiatus is my good friend, Tim. It's me. I'm back from hiatus, Frank. Man, it, it was a forced hiatus. Yeah, well, if you had just come back sooner, the show would have been back on TV, and we could be doing this podcast, but you had to go away and whatever, distance yourself I, from me for unknown reasons that I don't really understand. I had to go away and I had to go away into my house and not talk to anybody, mm. including my wife. Mm. And she doesn't understand why, but I'm just doing what we're supposed to be doing, Frank. Sure. That's sure, not sure. true. I talk to my wife every day oh, because good. I'm a good human being. That's yeah, that's kind of the baseline of being married is like talk to the person every day. That's, that's talk to the person that you're married. Plus when there's only the two of you in the house. I mean, like it gets real awkward. When I, I mean, you can talk to the dog and the cat, but like after a while, they're going to be like, all right, dad. Oh, I do talk to them. Don't worry. Oh, don't. Yeah. I mean, I've been talking to my cats way more than I ever have. Um, it's yep, of course. Seven weeks being inside, but then we'll do that. But um, going on eight, I sure guess. Sure will. Um, how, how are you, you guys keeping safe and healthy? Oh, yeah. We, we're we're doing what we're supposed to do. We're wearing our masks. Um, actually, shout out to Lisa from I Love That Movie Podcast who made me a Star Wars mask. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I want one. pretty great. Mm-hmm. Hey, yep. speaking of which, as we um, record this, it is May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you, Frank, and uh, and with your Force ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so uh, I did not wear my, my Star Wars mask on Star Wars Day because I didn't go anywhere because I'm social distancing like I'm supposed to be doing and all that good stuff. But, yeah, so... How about you? How's everything? Yeah, same thing. Uh, staying inside as much as possible. Uh, talking to my cats a lot. Talking to my wife even more. Uh, learning how to make cocktails. Enjoying a good beer now and then. Um, yeah, it's uh, you know working from home. Lucky to have a job where I can work from home and and just doing yep, doing same. what I can. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Yep, that's it. Um, and hope hope that everyone listening is um is also staying safe and healthy and doing doing their best, doing their part, and um. That's 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 all we can really do nowadays. Um, at least our show is back, and we've got a couple more episodes uh, in the pipeline. So excited that Melissa Benoist directed this episode. I have so many things to say. Um, mm-hmm. I, we have a lot to cover. Before we do that, we Tim, do. would you like to help me open up the mailbag? Oh, why certainly. <laughs> We've been staying inside. We haven't been exercising a lot. So if that sounded like my, music, my muscles have completely atrophied. It's just I've got nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing to do, you know. So so forgive us for that. Uh, first note here comes from Rachel. Rachel says, so this isn't entirely related to uh, the last episode, but I think it still counts as a professor comics corner. Uh, one of its writers, Mariko Tamaki, is in fact a comics writer herself. And in addition to writing for such characters as She-Hulk and Harley Quinn, she also wrote Supergirl Being Super, an original Elseworlds-type story featuring Kara dealing with life in high school in a way that's reminiscent of the Midvale episode, yep. which I recommend if you haven't Joelle read it. Jones did, Joelle Jones did the art on that. It's, yes. Yeah, it's very good. I remember we both read that. I liked that very much at the time. Uh just want to let you know, since it wasn't mentioned in the episode. Also, I liked that the rock star guy, when Alex enters the VR world, was pretty much playing the Supergirl uh, theme as composed by Blake Neely, 
for the show. I don't remember catching that at the time, so thank you, Rachel, for that one. That's a, that's a good catch. Uh, she goes, also, wanted to say that I was a really big fan of Krypton, the podcast about it uh, that Frank did with Derek. Oh, thank you, Rachel. Uh, that's nice of you. Um, which is why I was so upset that the, when the show was canceled because uh, they were a great combination of... Ho- oh, thank you. You're saying a lot of nice things about me that I am too embarrassed to read. So thank you. Um, but yes, we... <laughs> I, hold, them, I, hold, them up to the, hold them up to the screen so I can read them. Nah, and, it's and okay. It's okay. She, just, she says a very, uh, very nice thing. She's, she's, she, she misses Krypton. She misses uh, Starkville's House of El Krypton, and she's excited that mm. uh, we're going to be doing Superman and Lois TV talk, uh, Derek and I with Robin. Um, so thank you very much. Rachel for for that I, I appreciate that that's that's very kind of you and um, yeah thank you for the great observation about uh, Mirko Tamaki yeah I hadn't I hadn't picked up on on that I did love the comic that, that she wrote so that, that's awesome and I didn't I definitely didn't pick up on the Supergirl theme being in the uh, in the VR world so uh, nice nice catch there yeah all good things all, all good things and I I had not connected those I had not connected uh, those two things in my brain so I'm glad that you did for us yeah That's yeah great stuff great stuff um you know I'm gonna be a little light I'm gonna be a little honest with you guys uh, we've been a little light in the uh, in the email department the last few weeks um, so now would be a great time if you want to be heard on the podcast mail at supergirltvtalk.com tell us what your thoughts were on on the most recent episode on your thoughts on the looking at the rest of the season from here on out. Um, because, uh, we can, we can definitely use some, some more emails here. So mail at supergirl TV talk.com, just like Rachel did. Um, if you want to be heard there, um, we'd love to hear from all of you. So please, please do that. Um, Tim, would you like to tell me, a little bit about this episode, what it's called, who wrote it, who directed it, all that fun stuff, all the 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 vital the vital statistics for this episode. Oh my gosh, Frank, I sure would. It's episode number seventeen of season five. The episode title was Deus Lex Machina, which is a play on Deus Ex Machina, which is God in the Machine. So it's God Lex in the Machine, which is pretty fun and actually a great title for this episode. Mm. Um Written by, a story by Lindsay Sturman and teleplay by Katie Rose Rogers and Brooke Pohl, directed by her f- by first time director and star of the show Melissa Ben. Benoit. Melissa. Melissa Benoit. Yay! Benoit. She did a very good job. She did. She did. She did. And we're not just saying that because she's the star, and that she could fly around the world and punch us in the face, you know? <laughs> which I mean she, she'd have to do on a plane, but you know, but still true. True. Um, but no, she did a very good job. I was very impressed. You know, Me too. Uh, Me I too. Liked she it. did great. I liked it a lot. In full transparency, Frank, it didn't have tons on the themes of this episode because it was like a search in between, look in between the cracks That's kind right. of episode. Yeah. yeah. But I have a lot of good bits. So um, so we're going to spend the majority of our time in good bits today. Why don't I we... Think. S- and we're gonna- can, I, can I suggest something? Can I, can I make a... Sure. Uh, 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 game time decision or a game time suggestion. Can we start with Storytime Village then and then go to Good Bits, sort of fill in the blanks with Good Bits that we don't cover in Storytime Village? For Sure, Frank. I'd love do to do that. I love it. Uh, I would like to say two things. We'll actually do Professor Comics Corner. Why was that a decision first? Um, just to kind of get those out of the way. There sure. was no Professor Comics Corner this time around because it was a look back at all of the... Uh, look back at all of the... Um, 
stuff that had been happening this season and how Lex had been a part of it. Um, and anything that had been on the show previously, um, we've covered in Professor Comics Corner already. You know, the Sun Eater and like all that stuff has been on the show for yep. a while. Yep. And so it mentioned before. So I'll, I'll leave Professor Comics Corner blank uh, in that case. Uh, one question for why was that a decision? Giant Mansion, Luther Mansion, Lena is sleeping on the couch. What is that about? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, she, like, you know, she was just so dedicated to her work that she fell asleep there while she was working on it. You know, she just mm-hmm. just just in the middle of working, just sort of drooped away. Except that, except that it, they went to like a party and she just collapsed on the part. I, I truthfully, I understand why, because, you know, they only have so many rooms to film it and blah, 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 blahs. But, you know, like I get that. But like, no, I just no, no, really totally. It's because she's is... a workaholic and she was working through the party. You know, she's she she can she can do it all. She can be social. I, and I think all she was just hung over. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. I think but, she no. I'm sure. I'm sure it worked. It was it, not alcohol. Workahol. Oh, the workahol. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that workahol. Anyway, Storytime Village. Frank, here are the themes that we've been covering this season: integrity of journalism, shades of villainy, secrets and trust in their use for good of evil, and over reliance on technology and the dark side of technology. Frank, let's start with the integrity of journalism because there's not a lot happening there. William is being set up. He thinks he's being such a great journalist, and it's all being placed in front of him. Um, what a bummer. I bet you he is a good journalist, though. He seems like a nice person. I think he's a good journalist. Yeah, but he's definitely... Yeah, he made all those goodies. He's definitely a good person, and he's a good journalist, but... That's how that works. Set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you're a good baker, you're also a good journalist. For sure. That's the rule. For mm-hmm. sure. If you're a good baker, it, it's, it means you'd be a good boyfriend and uh, that you are a good journalist. I think those are the rules. Right. Well, I mean, because you have to pay attention to detail across the board and all those things, you know. So if you're paying attention to detail as a journalist and as a baker, that means you have a kind of a caring heart and you like to, you're fastidious, you take your time and that's all good. And it means you care about things growing like you would in a good relationship. So I think it all I think that all plays out, Frank. Nurturing. Yeah. Patient. All those mm-hmm. things. All those yep. things. Yep. Letting the love rise like some bread. Yes. Anyway. Take it from two married Frank. men. Right. Yes. Frank, are you a good baker? Uh, no, but I'm becoming a decent bartender. Yeah, that's right. You know what? In in a lot of ways, they're equal. Yeah. They both bring joy in a different way. Yeah. So that's all good. All right. So, Frank, let's go to Shades. I'm pretty good, by the way. Thanks for asking. Shades of Villainy. Are you a good baker? Do you ever bake? I can't. Yeah, my wife loves to. So it's like. It's something that I can do, and but it's not like something I like super enjoy. But I'm actually pretty good at it. Yeah, I find it. Yeah. I find oh, okay. it hard to get the the measurements right and get everything like like I'm I'm good at following a recipe, but I feel like whenever I do follow the recipe, it doesn't come out quite the way I imagined. There's always something not quite right. Too much baking soda, not I, enough baking. Um, you know, whatever. I, yeah, I think the the trick is not to imagine it ahead of time. That's usually what I huh. I go. I'm a see what happens kind of person, and then I'm pleasantly surprised every okay. time. I'm much better at breakfast. I'm an mm, excellent. I'm very maker. good at breakfast. I'm very good at breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and, funny how some people are better at some meals than others. I'm really good at breakfast. I'm really good yeah. at breakfast, and I'm really good at grilling. See, that's people. People don't. People underestimate the power of good grilling. I'm not very good at grilling. Really? Okay. So I appreciate a good griller. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. you got to come over. And we'll, I mean, I can. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll oh, grill up I'm, some steaks or something one night. Of course, I will. I will be there. Uh, with my mask on. Speaking well, of uh, people who wear masks, 
nobody mm. here. Uh, shades <laughs> of villainy, Frank. Shades of villainy, yes. Shades of villainy. So um, this whole episode is is it's um, you know the what happened in between episode. They're always so good. They're um, so good at it on this show. Episodes. They're so good mm-hmm. at it. Yep, it's really one of the show's strengths uh, in a way that some of the other Arrowverse shows do this model. Just think about the way the Supergirl does it. It really links together quite spectacularly. Um, So anyway, Lex is, of course, behind everything because he's Lex Luthor. Post-crisis, you know, this is seeing where we get Lex. And so... It's funny that even he doesn't really know why he's loved in this world. Like, he wakes up and he's like, I created a whole new world. This is great. I guess I'm all, I guess I'm loved. This is the Very thing good. about Lex Luthor being, like, a super genius, right? Is that he's adaptable. And so he wakes up in this world that he doesn't understand, but he's so freaking smart that even in a world that he doesn't understand, that he's created that he doesn't understand... He is able to adapt to it and in a way that doesn't tip his hand, doesn't show to the people around him that he doesn't know what's going on. But he can navigate it and and still make things work out to his advantage. That is in yep, in three months, mind you. It's only been three months yeah. since crisis. So he's orchestrated this whole thing, knowing nothing about this new world and just figuring it out within 90 days to enact this. But like, it's pretty spectacular exactly. how much uh, of a master manipulator he is, how much he is they Lex Ex Machina, right? Or That's right. Lex yeah. Machina. Um, so, so in this world, we find that Eve is being coerced by Leviathan to work for them as she was last time but now she's like this like assassin hit woman thing which is pretty cool and leviathan murdered her father and they'll do the same to her mom if she doesn't work for them and lex figures all this out and then is like well if you can if you could be manipulated by leviathan you could be manipulated by me lex luther right and it's he's the worst he's he the, is actually the worst he's the best at being the worst Oh, he is so good at being the worst because he coerces her with this false sense of safety and love and security. So these things that she is lacking, she feels that she's lacking in her life and the Leviathan are going to take away from her. Lex promises only to actually take them away from her, just like Leviathan. That's right. And that is truly villainous. Diabolical. Truly diabolical. Like he is, it. he is like the king of all supervillains. Mm-hmm. No, he really is. And I mean, like, you could make arguments for a lot of supervillains um, being the king, you know, for their different for your different reasons. But but Lex is a tangible supervillain. I think I was talking to I was talking to my wife about this. We were watching um, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King uh, last night because I am in the process of watching 2004 movies for Academy Rewind, you know, the Best Picture nominees, and that was Best Picture um, in 2004. Spoilers. It's not really. I think most people remember. And um, and uh, I was, there's this character in there called Denethor, and he's just like this, like, he you just want to punch him, like, in the worst way. He's just the worst human being in the whole, in, like, the whole trilogy. He's the worst. He's like, like you can hate Voldemort 
because he's evil, but you want to punch Umbridge in the face because she's the worst, <laughs> right? And Denethor is kind of like that. You're just the worst, and I hate you. Lex Luthor is kind of like that. Uh-huh. You can hate Darkseid or the Joker or any of like these other big, big characters for being like evil, but Lex Luthor is just the worst. He doesn't you, wash like, his hands because he's no, evil. He's evil. And, and that's truly that, evil these days. That's right? never been more evil than it is now. No, it's so true. And But I think like he's tangibly evil. We know people like him in this world. It's very easy to – like maybe not as smart as him uh, that you know, or as – you know what I mean? But he, he's a relatable, realistic evil. He preys on people – in 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 the most he preys on people in the, in the most vulnerable of ways right yeah, he's a sociopath yeah. right yeah. yeah so he he draws people in like he did to eve here and made her feel loved and secure and cared for and she thought that they were in a relationship um and he he coaxed that he let that happen he made that happen and then pulled it away mhm Yes, I feel that way too. Right, oh, we can't get distracted. Oh, lied to her it. face. Mm-hmm. As he does to, I mean, he lies to everybody. I think the only person he really doesn't lie to is Lillian. Apparently, pretty um, much, yeah. Because she's manipulating him at the same time. Um, because she's like, she pushes him to manipulate Lena. You know, and, and so we'll get to that in a bit. But, but along with Eve, I mean. Lex even has Eve assassinate Jeremiah Danvers. Good piece of information. Look at that. Um, and so, but it's all under false pretenses. You know, she's like, oh, this guy is Leviathan and this and this and this. He is just the worst. Lillian's like, maybe you fa- keep failing because you have this, your hubris gets in the way of like the super family and all this stuff. And he's like, no, that can't, that can't be it. I'm like, we're walking hubris. That's, That's literally like, hubris. <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> right. like only a Sith speaks in absolutes. <laughs> right. like, That's an absolute. Absolute. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's the same problem. Same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's the worst. How do you feel about Eve assassinating Jeremiah? I think it's hilarious that they keep reminding us that they killed off Dean Cain. <laughs> it's like, take a shot every time they remind us they killed off Dean Cain. Well, you know, they uh, they actually showed him this time. They showed his face this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we I got, saw his face. Got his dossier. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh my God, is that the third episode in a row where they've been like, by the way, Dean Cain, dead, 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 dead. Daddy, dead, 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 dead boy. Like, yeah. In wow. case you forgot that Dean Kane was Jeremiah, we'll show you a picture of him on the dossier that remember? says Jeremiah, so you remember they're the same person. And yeah. now he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> also hilarious. You remember Dean Kane? He loves guns. Guess what? We killed him with poison. Boom. That's also a thing. Yeah. There you go. Um. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that is. So. Um. So. But how do you? How do you feel about the character of Eve murdering or assassinating? Jeremiah, like I mean, do you think like, that's going to come back? Do you think that's going to come back to haunt Eve? Um, I, I think it might. I mean, I think I think it will in the sense that when she, now that she's figured out that she's been a pawn to Lex this whole time, um, if she mm-hmm. finds out that like he was she was manipulated into that, yeah, I think she will. I I, I wonder if it will have ramifications for her, like with. Will will Supergirl come after her and so like will will Supergirl Supergirl go into some kind of angry, um, you know, 
uh, I don't want to say rage or revenge seeking type of thing, but you know, will she, will she want some kind of justice for Eve? Um, given what happened to Jeremiah, what she did to Jeremiah. It depends how closely she reads that book from Lena, you know, like, right. you know, like we do not have control over, we do not have control over these things. And so just eat the dumplings. Um, just eat the dumplings. So I guess it depends on if she really believes Eve was manipulated or not. But right. based on everyone's experience with Lex, someone would be like, well, he manipulated me. And everyone would be like, that checks out. That tracks, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Supergirl, Supergirl already has such a... Uh, um, she has such a low opinion of Lex and so, no, no patience for Lex. No, no room for in her heart for Lex to uh, ever, um, you know, claw his way back into her good graces. Like Mm -hmm. literally she's like, Lex is the real hero. How can this be? Um, And it's because she literally is like, no, there's absolutely no way that he is like, people can be multifaceted. I believe in like hope, help and compassion for all except him. Like he is the one person who has, no room for for growth. No room to to become good. He is just pure evil, and I will not believe anything positive about him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. He's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. And she knows it. He. Yeah. Uh. Cool. Okay. So, um, Lex also murders Margot, uh, who is middle management Leviathan, which I'm sad about because I liked Margot. Oh yeah, evil. Margot Ranny goodness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Margot Ranny goodness. She's yeah, still Granny goodness to me, get, I guess. Yep, uh, middle management Leviathan. So Margot's out, and uh, um, and then of course we have Leviathan itself. We have Gemma, um, who, when she used her powers, looked like the robot lady from Superman three, and I was a little shook. I get that. I see that. Yep. Yep. It was a little terrifying. My childhood does not fondly remember the end of Superman 3. Yeah, no one does. Uh, you know what's funny? I just saw something going... Was this you who tweeted this? Um, I saw a tweet going around, like a viral tweet going around that was like, you know, reply to this with whatever movie scarred you for life as a kid. And people were saying like, oh, Me. the end of yeah. Raiders from Lost Ark or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and someone did say the end of Superman 3. Was that you? Uh, um, yes, and yes, and yes. So it, I did tweet it. Okay, but I think you might have seen um Zaki Hassan's. Oh, maybe I saw um, Zaki. Okay, okay. Tweet. He's a um, um critic for the San Francisco Chronicle. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Zaki. And I'm pretty sure. Sh- I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it might have been Zaki. Okay, that's right. That's ex- that 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 checks out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is definitely a terrifying one. Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. That, that, that'll stay with you. Oh yeah, it does. Uh, and so, and so of course, so, you know, this whole time that Lena is like, Hey, uh, not Lena, Lillian is like, Hey, don't forget. You really shouldn't be going after the supers because you know, like that's what ruined you the last time. And so Lex was like, of course I'll get Leviathan to do it. I'm a genius. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Everything could go wrong. Or perhaps because we're short one episode, maybe nothing could go wrong. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we actually won't know. Perhaps he'll actually just be like, yep, nope, I did it. That's, yeah, it's She's, done. It's done. She's dead. Um, 
so anyway, speaking of secrets and trust, so like Lillian obviously has her own agenda um, and Lex has his and then they're not sharing that with Lena because they're manipulating Lena at the same time. And that's why he's being all buddy, buddy and friendly with her, because that's all she's looking for is some type of love, you know, sure. which she could be getting from her friends, but she chooses to get it from Lex, who she knows is terrible. Yep. It's all terrible. It's all, all terrible. terrible. And then, of course, you have, and of course, you have Brainy, who's like, um, "I'm on to you, Lex Luthor." Oh wait, no, maybe I'm not. <laughs> I know. Sure. <laughs> it's so true. I'm like, all right, all right, whatever. Whatever. And then you have this over reliance on technology, which is not a lot here, you know, like because this is all orchestrated up to this point in this episode where Lex saves people, quote unquote, from Leviathan and all this stuff, and but and you know. Margot pretends to be following Amy Sapphire and she says, you know, Amy Sapphire was right. Technology is the greatest evil mankind has ever faced. I will continue killing people until the world wakes up from its apathy, but that all gets yeah. halted anyway. Right. I, I guess the, you know, yeah. this has been going on most of the season already, but what's, what has been, we know this has been going on, but it's sort of been verbalized now is that, um, they are Leviathan are using technology like they have they've been behind the greatest uh, natural disasters and tragedies in human history. Uh, they mentioned Pompeii. They mentioned uh, a couple of others uh, to sort Black of like plague. Black Plague. Black Plague. That's right. Yeah. 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 That was a little too timely when he said that. Um, of course, mm-hmm. they didn't know that when they yeah. shot this. But um, and so they've been behind these these major natural disasters and tragedies to sort of reset the human population, I guess. And Mm -hmm. this is just another one using technology was going to be their next step using obsidian to, um, to, to become too pervasive and get people addicted to, to um, VR was the next, the next natural disaster that they were going to, or not not natural disaster, but the next um, tragedy they were going to cause and facilitate, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I guess that's another sort of that ties into the over reliance on on technology, mm-hmm. the dark side of tech. It does. It does. Um, do you have anything else to add under Storytime Village? Because that pretty much wraps up. That pretty much wraps it up. Except for Myriad, we get you know Supergirl tries using Myriad, and you know, and Lena doesn't like that too much, and. Um, and they cause a little bit more of a rift. I couldn't remember though. Was that in a previous episode? Uh, no. Uh, uh, Lena was going to use Myriad, um, but to, okay. to try and put her Nanochere into into the wild. But uh, this use by Supergirl of of Myriad, I, I guess that was earlier in the season. Using bringing up Myriad was meant to remind us that it existed, so that now when it gets used in this way, it it had more impact. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Sometimes, um, 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 sometimes on episodes like this, like where it starts doing like in between, in between what happened, I start to lose like, wait, did that happen for yeah. real or yeah, just yeah. a new scene? Right. Right. I well, especially after, after the mixy episode, episode 100, like it's, it's easy to be like, wait, did that really happen? Or was that one of the scenarios that didn't end up being reality? You know, it's, it's easy to get confused right. about those things. Um, right. And then having so much time off between episodes, I've like, right. forgotten a few things. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This episode, I don't, yeah, well, this is not theme bound, but I, and it's not really a good bit 
either, but I guess as we transition into good bits, um, this episode really reminded me of that episode from last season where we saw the whole backstory behind Ben Lockwood and what his... That was last season? Two seasons ago. Just last season? No, just last season. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's been a... I mean, let's be honest. I mean, we've been in quarantine for three years, so it feels like... <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. They just... Thought that was so much longer ago. Yes, it's exactly like the that. Agent Liberty what stuff. A great we, episode that was. Yeah, like that mm-hmm. was one of my favorite episodes to date of the series, and certainly of that season, mm-hmm. um, where we saw his whole backstory and how he became the extremist that he is, and all that. That was a fantastic. It, it's a great example, maybe the prime example of how they do with sort of filling in blanks, filling in backstories. We thought they might do that with William. They kind of did this season, but not really. They kind of did that with Andrea Rojas too. Um, but this episode of like what's Lex been up to since Crisis reminded me very much of that sort of model of of, of episodes, um, and uh, and I, I really really thoroughly enjoyed it on, on that basis because I think that they write those episodes really well. They're very good at telling those stories from a, a writing perspective, and then Melissa's directing really brought it to life um, in a, in a fantastic way. It's mm-hmm. it's very common that when a cast member directs an episode of any television show, that that cast member is less present in the episode. They usually pick an episode where that character doesn't need to be as as active. So we got a little bit less right. Car, a little bit less Supergirl. She was in maybe you know 30 or 40% of the episode this time around. Um, that's right. It was a, she was actually in more of it than I expected, same. she was directing the episode. Same. That, that's where I was going with this. Is that, that was more than I expected. And I love that they gave her such an important episode being about Lex. Um, mm-hmm. That's so important to all of us who are Supergirl, Superman fans to give her the Lex centric episode. Um, mm-hmm. I love that they gave it to her and I love the job she did. Anyway, that's sort of, those are my sort of in between uncategorizable uh, thoughts as we move from Storytime village into that was a good bit. Well, very good. Well, we could talk about some of the things that um, made that made this episode uh, so good within a good bit. You know, part of that is her directing. Um, and I think this is actually her directing right off the bat. Um, I was going to go to my last one. I did it. Lex saying I did it my way mm. with the instrumental my way playing underneath, blending in at the very end to the Lex Luthor mot- musical motif. Yes. Was just the best. So great. So, so it was it was actually like it will go down as one of my favorite one of my favorite moments on the show just because it, it is such a continuate it is such a great continuation from its original my way moment like he's so self-aware it, but the show is also self-aware and I I love that well he is sort of self-aware he's not so self-aware that he can't see his own hubris but you know you know what I mean Yep. Yeah. So, Frank, give me one of your good bits. Supergirl in a Lexo suit. Yeah, I actually saw your tweet about this. You really liked that, huh? I yeah. loved that. How cool is that? That she used a Lexo suit. No, it was cool. I liked I think seeing well, actually, so Magan showing up in her own suit with so then you had Martian Manhunter, Miss Martian and Supergirl in Alexa Sue all teaming up in space to battle a Sun Eater. Come that on. Was, 
that's primo comic book right and there. supergirl directed it on top that's of it all. right that's right yeah that kind of stuff is that's the stuff that that's my second favorite thing about these shows. My first, of course, being people standing around in costumes talking about nothing. You know, like, naturally. You know, nat- game night is obviously the best. And then oh. from there, you have like what is primo comic book. And she did a great job. Great job. Everybody's in space. Everybody. And the, the effects were good this episode, too. I was really like, oh, some of the really shots good. of the Sun Eater itself actually were really cool. She got really a very well effects done. heavy episode. Again, for, for a first time director, it seems like it's not something you would often do is like give them a very effects heavy episode, like something with with that takes a lot of you might you might expect them to give that to a more experienced director is all i'm saying and yep. i'm glad that they gave it to her and she did a great phen- phenomenal kick-ass job i agree i remember a lot what kevin smith had said about his first time directing and he had said it's designed for you not to fail like you can come in and like everybody literally everybody is there all the time except for the director right. they're the one that comes in and out and so like so there's there's a good support cushion for everybody who needs it. And so, and you know, she's, you know, to give her such an important episode, clearly there was, she, they had a faith in her abilities and B, they were there if she needed, like they were there if she needed them. That's right. And that's, and that, that's a strength to everybody. Yeah. Um, so, so tip, uh, hats off to, to hats off to, to all of them. Um, I loved me some Jason Muse. Okay, right. I thought that was him. I saw I saw it so briefly that I was like, "Was that Jay Muse?" And it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, heaven, heavens to Betsy. That's one of his Jay lines. Oh, yeah. love it. Oh, love yeah. it so much. I love that he was on this episode. I know, and not a Kevin, not Smith, a Kevin episode. Smith episode. How random is that? It was so random. I was complete. I was not expecting it at all, and I was like, "Wait." what and then he said heavens to betsy and i was like oh this is we've just gone for it i love it i i love it it. i wonder like what what was he doing in vancouver like was kevin smith hasn't directed a a flash episode this season has has he like that hasn't come out yet or something i'm not positive like i just can't see why he would be there uh, unless they i know that i know that he had wanted to be on the show okay since Kevin had directed and all like he wanted to be on any of them and he has been on the Flash. Yes. Already, he was on the Flash I when think. when Kevin directed. Yeah. So I think it maybe he just happened to be in Vancouver or maybe they were like, "Hey, we've got a spot for you." And he was like, "I'll be right there." I'll be there. like, "We don't need you till next week. I'm coming right now." You well, know. Snoochie Bushes Whatever. is all I can say. Exactly. Uh give me one of your give me one of your best good bits. Uh one of the best good bits. Uh it was re- just in general, it was really good to see Andrea Brooks again getting such a big role meaty role in this episode i assume she was like back from her maternity leave and um and gut was around and available to do this again and it was great to see her in such a significant role again as as Mm -hmm. eve and as the eve of earth prime and so a slightly Mm -hmm. different version but but you know it it was it was just really it was nice it was nice to to have her back i missed her yeah i agree I agree. It was nice to have her back. And on top of that, her the way they shot her fight scene in the bathroom before Lex came, really cool. Really cool. Really kick really kick ass. Yeah. She was awesome. Great. Yeah. They did a nice job. And she she like proved herself here. Although I honestly when her like falling for Lex 
fully and she's like in the apron and cooking and like i don't know if i like was that too far for her to like do all of that i don't think i mean it was it's a, it's a different it's a different world now so her life experiences are a little different she's kind of a different you know in, in the nature versus nurture situation she's had different nurture um in 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 this situation um it didn't bother me and in fact i kind of liked how much range she showed from from you know fighting in the bathroom that kick-ass fight scene in the bathroom to um showing who she is like deep down um mm. and that this is what she he that that worked for me here's why that worked for me the only reason that she was doing what she was doing and becoming it like doing the assassin stuff um to that extent was because her parents her family her loved ones were in peril, right? And he swooped in like a like like a to her like a literal superhero and saved her from the life of having to do that. Um and so the love that she felt for him was the was the kind of lover she wanted to be like over the top like expressing it in 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 the way that she was. And that's deep down I I guess who she was to begin with and wouldn't have become this 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 murderous assassin to this extent had her loved ones not been in peril and if she hadn't had to protect them. So that's the way I, that I that I looked at it. That's good. I'm back on board. Okay. I love that explanation. That was great. Actually, that good bit of him shooting the guy and being like, I'll do all of it. You know, that was, yes. was good. That was good, good acting, good directing. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I loved the line, be clear on your pronouns, dear, where oh, yeah. he was like, oh, <laughs> she did this and this. Uh, that was... Such like a, such like a like a like a mom thing to say, yeah. but like a but a but an awful person all at the same time. It was it was but like it was the great. It, it was like the grammar equivalent of like stand up straight, dear. You know, like <laughs> like posture. Yes, yes, yes. That was that yeah. was wonderful. Uh, give me one. Of, give me one of yours. Okay, so so far, Earth Prime in twenty twenty has had leviathan and a crisis Mm -hmm. and myriad and a sun eater you know 2020 is is not has not been great for us with a global pandemic and all of that but it's not been great on earth prime either no i always feel that it's never great over there truly you know i think about that like how often something bad happens in those places in those cities i'm like "Mm, it's the small town life for me thanks you know like Comic book worlds and big cities don't live there. That's not that's not a place that it's not a place that you want to be. Um, but you know that's okay. You know I guess maybe people are um, thrill seekers that way, and they uh, you know they they want to be on the action. So I don't know. But you know what? I'm not really much of a thrill seeker, so I really wouldn't want to live in a big city like that where all the bad stuff is happening. So Fair. don't Fair. Um, don't worry Fair. about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, any more good bits? I love. Oh yeah, Frank. I said that I got a lot here, so I wasn't kidding. Bits on um, bits. Han Solo. Han Solo never looked so good. Loved that. <laughs> that but was on so top great. of that, I loved that. But on top of that, it was the that was a Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. <laughs> like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. It was the yeah. double. It was the double Star Wars that I I enjoyed. It. Just so you know, that was a Star Wars reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, Lillian and Lex playing chess. I always enjoy the Luther, Luthers playing chess. Very on um, brand for I, them. Very on brand. I also particularly enjoyed 
Lex, like she being like, Lex, you're not seeing the big picture. You're not getting it. And he's like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, checkmate. Boom, boom, boom. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you thought you had me, but you didn't because I'm Lex Luthor. See you later. Right. Right. Of course. Of course. Do you have more? Um, I Yes. Um, I loved seeing, and I, I see that you have this one down too, but this is like one of my last ones. So sorry. I'm stealing from you a little bit. Um, I love that we got Detective John, John Jones. Um, yes. He looked so good in a suit, just coming in like, hello, I'm here to solve the mystery. Like, it, it was, that was mm-hmm. awesome. And I loved it. Like, right off the bat, beginning yep. of the episode, just like, ah, oh, I see what you're doing there, guys. I see it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. I'm into Detective it. Jones. Love, love Detective Jones. I'm there for Detective Jones. Uh, I loved the photos of the Danvers. Like Mr. and Mrs. Danvers. Yeah. Um, at them just like, it was very candid of them laughing. And I, I was actually curious, do you, I, it looked like it was actually taken at the, the California house. So I'm curious if it was taken like during the pilot, mm-hmm. like while they were shooting. Um, it just, it was just a really nice, it was just a nice photo. And I enjoyed Kara. I enjoyed Kara looking at it. I know. Which that we, was... we didn't really talk about that. We didn't really talk about that scene. Um, yeah, yeah. Where Lena's like trying to apologize to 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 Kara, or she's like trying to help her grieve. And here's this book, and you know, and all this stuff. What was your read on that? Did what? What, what do you think? Um. Oh. Um. On the apology. Not just on all of it. Just everything. I thought it was very well acted, and all of that. But like, what was the um. What do you think? What What do you think Lena's actual purpose is there? Mm. Um, I, I I feel as though Lena. I got sincerity uh, out of it um, from Lena's side. It did feel sincere. It feels like it, you know. I, it's clearly it's gumming up the works for for Lex, um, mm-hmm. where he was annoyed at her for apologizing. Um, yep. I feel that that there is sincerity on her side, and that she is trying to build bridges rather than burn them down. Yeah, oh, except that they got burned down a little bit later in the that's episode. That's the thing. That's the thing. Um, but that was my read. That was my read. That was my analysis of it. Was that she, she was here? Is here? She is extending an olive branch of sorts, and then in the fortress we have that that bridge, that olive branch being burned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I couldn't. I tried to like pause the frame to see what book it was. Actually, what book it was, but I couldn't get a good angle on it without it being blurry so oh well if somebody if somebody saw it let me know if it's a real book yeah always curious about that kind of thing um because normally they don't choose things accidentally like that like that book would be by an author that is somehow significant to the theme exactly significant to comics or like one of those things but i i just couldn't frame it correctly um speaking of that though the editing and transitions in this episode were excellent because i think it's really hard to go back and forth and being like, here's the present, here's the past, here's the present, here's the past. And it was very well put together. And some of the transitions between like, say like um, Eve, like spying on Kara's apartment. And then it goes back into the frame and then it comes out of the TV to be Lex in his lair. That's all that stuff is really well done and requires a bit of forethought and how you're going to move the camera. And so I, really appreciated Melissa's eye for those things. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. That was, I mean, again, she, she is, I would really love to see her do this again on this show. I would love to see, I mean, I don't know if she has any projects in the hopper that she's ever thinking about directing like an indie film or something like that, but 
I would love, I would love to see a feature film directed by Melissa Benoist. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, she's got a good eye. Um, and some people say she has two. So that's uh, that's true. Know, that's that is something. Uh, speaking of the the scene between Lex and Eve, where he basically reveals most of his secret plan to her, his like monologuing kind of thing, not the one where she makes dinner, but the one before that, and yes. his like his la- his yeah. lair. Yeah. Some really nice. Um, there's some really nice. Um, there's some really nice Loki lighting in there. It's mm. a lot of computer monitor stuff, like you know, and it's mostly like blues and reds and all that. It was colored well, and that's again, you could have just lit it like a lab with overhead, very easy. Call it a day, but they go through the trouble to to they go through the trouble to make lighting a key feature. So. It adds some type of ambiance to the scene yes. to add an emotional weight, and it, it, it's it's good. And, and I I I think she again she needs to be commended for for those things. Again, we don't really know if that's her decision or or somebody else's decision. But you know what? It's but when you're the director of an episode, whether it's good or bad, no matter where it comes from, it come it you approve it because you're the director. So mm-hmm. um, she said right. yes at the very least. Right. And, yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and usually, I feel like the director like. Will will say what they want it to to look like, and then the director of photography makes it happen, right? Like that's correct. The director doesn't yeah. need to know how to make it happen, but they're like, "I want it to look like X, Y, Z," and the DP then says, "Okay, here's how we can achieve that with this lighting, with this lens, with with all those things." Mm-hmm. Yep, and you go, "Fantastic! Thank you very mm-hmm. much." Yep. Uh, I have two more. If you have, if you have some, um, g- go for it. Okay. Um, I liked uh, Lex's quote. Uh, I referred to that as the lobster problem. Middle America's desire to like be skinny with none of the whatever he said, none of the the guilt, calorie free or something like that. But mm-hmm. I just liked the idea of the lobster problem. That's a funny. Um, that's a funny way to look at it. I oh, loved oy, it. Oy. Yes, uh, Carla uh, uh, tweeted tweeted at us uh, during that episode during the episode and said, "As a New Englander, the lobster problem offends me." <laughs> you know, as a fellow New Englander, there was a part of me that was like, "Nah," but I'm. It's it's good. It's I fine. like it. Um, yeah, I love lobster though. What what can you say? Get on our level, the rest of the world. Uh, and finally. Frank. Yes. Lex's framed magazines of himself on the <laughs> staircase. Where he, because I would just just think about this just in its in its moment. He has no idea that any of this has happened. Right. Right. You know, this is a new world and he's got to figure it all out. Previous self Lex Luthor, also full of hubris, frames himself yes on the wall all of these things here's me as times man of the year here's me on the cover of business week yeah and post-crisis lex luther is just as much of a dip right Uh, and i i really enjoyed that with again with lex's uh music motif playing totally um, pre-crisis lex pre-crisis lex did it out of hubris and an ego and post-crisis lex uh, uh benefits because now it's exposition for him that is correct. That is correct. That's a great way of looking at it. I loved that. So, Frank, uh, moral of the story: this is a this is a this was a very good episode. Very. Uh, and I, I freaking love John Cryer as Lex Luthor so much. He is so good, 
and I I want more all the time. I would watch a show with him, yep. and I would be fine. I mm-hmm. cannot get over, I, I know we've said it probably countless times, that he was only meant to be here for three or four episodes, and now we've gotten him this many times, and now a whole episode centered on him. Just, yep. we are, tr- and, and he was such a big role in Crisis, like, such a, such a gift, all of this. Oh, you know what my last good bit is? All the, all the... Superman uh flashback stuff uh where we saw oh yeah Tyler the and we saw stuff. Brandon and we saw Tom Welling and we saw like all the crisis stuff um that was that was cool for me yeah that was good i enjoyed that as well yeah actually it's funny that that scene with like Tyler and Brandon fighting each other on the daily planet and things i was like oh yeah that was so good with the narration of Christ. him saying ah oh, make the two supermen fight each other like yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, that's but that actually, it's funny that flashback really played into um, Lillian talking about his hubris for the super family and like all that, like his just like desire it, that like weighs everything else out. So, it, it good good choice of clips. Yes, I, I say yes. Well done. Well done. Indeed. Well, Frank, unless you have anything else to add, we can move on to Trailer TV Talk after you tell everyone where the people can find us. That sounds good to me. Uh, You can find us on the internet uh, at SupergirlTVTalk.com. That is our home on the web. You can please rate and review us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, you can find the show. We'd really appreciate a rating and a review. Those Apple Podcast ratings and reviews are especially meaningful to us. They help the show get uh, discovered on the world's uh, most used podcast directory. So please, um, if you've got a second, if you haven't done it already, stop what you're doing. Um, hopefully you're at home. And um, and if you're not at home and you're an essential worker, thank you for what you do, by the way. But if you can, stop and just take the 30 seconds to give us a, a five-star rating or write a little review if, that, if, if you feel so inclined. That would mean a lot to us. You can find us at patreon.com slash thoughtbubbleaudio. That's how you can support us. Um, if, if, you've, if you've got a couple of bucks to spare and you want to throw them our way to help us keep doing this show and all the shows at Thought Bubble Audio, please go ahead and do that. A um, dollar a month really is, is all it takes uh, to, keep, to keep us going, and it really means a lot to us. So please um, consider doing that. Uh, you can find us at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You can uh, email us at mail at supergirltvtalk.com. Again, we've got some, um, we haven't gotten a lot uh, lately. The show's been off, so now's a great time if you have thoughts about the recent episodes or the episodes ahead as we head into the season five finale, a couple episodes away. Shoot us your thoughts, mail at supergirltvtalk.com uh, or at TV Supergirl on Twitter. Also on Instagram at supergirltvtalk. Um, those are all the ways you can find us, and we would love to hear from you. So, thank you. Wonderful, Frank. You're such a good person. Frank, let's do trailer <laughs> TV talk. Such a good person. <laughs> wow. That was undeserved. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's never undeserved, ever. If you, if, everyone knew, if you knew this man in real life, you would know. Anyway, trailer TV talk. Yes. Um, let's do it. Um, Lex is there. Leviathan's there. Supergirl's there. Leviathan versus Supergirl round two. Gemma is going to um, the original head of Leviathan to be like, hey, you messed up that one time. Let's try this again. I know. Because that always works. Always. Why do people... Always. Like, don't you have a... 
world secret organization Leviathan? Don't you have a better plan than that? It, really? It, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't seem like the best plan. Um, best laid plans of mice, men, and Leviathans. Yeah, it just it. That's a bad plan. And <laughs> of of course, I'm like, here I am. You know, saying like I can say that because I'm not part of Leviathan, and you know what I can, I can say what I want, I guess. But Ramakan screwed up a lot the first time. Why do you think that he's gonna be okay the second time? I just don't. I don't understand. I uh, yeah, I don't know either. I don't know. Uh, and and I love that. I love. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there's the Ramakan piece. And then there's then there's Kara or Supergirl saying like I I I think that there's reason to believe that Lex has been working with Leviathan, and that reminds me so much of like speaking of Star Wars on Star Wars Day, like I sense a plot to destroy the Jedi. Like no crap, seriously. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even the way yeah. the trailer is cut, it's like she says that, and then we see Lex laughing maniacally. So even he thinks it's hilarious that they're just picking picking up on it now. <laughs> Uh, I know. There's just always assume Lex Luthor is out to get you. It's always. just much easier that way. And like Supergirl does assume that, and yet still manages oh, to it's not, underestimate. Sometimes it. they are their own worst enemies for stuff like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because she does they're, try to see the best in everyone. Enemies. Like regardless of how much she hates Lex, she do, she does still still try to see the best in everyone. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, not not always not always working out for her, but nope, yeah, nope. But that's okay. That's what creates drama and tension, and that's what makes her so six. great, right? Like that's what makes mm-hmm. her so great is the fact that she because tries to see the best in everyone, and and true. sometimes that results in her not seeing the worst, and even her her you know sworn enemy that she arguably has the least faith in uh, of anybody in. Gosh, so true. So very true. Well, Frank, uh I don't think I have much to add. Um Yeah, it's but... pretty brief, pretty quick trailer. Doesn't doesn't give us a whole lot, but that's what we got. Nope. That's what we got. So now I'm happy for it. So Frank, I will see you for a Supergirl TV talk next week when we talk about this second to last episode of the season. Sounds good, my right. friend. Excellent. Well then, until next time. Up up and away.